faith, fight, basketball. This is the F2 Basketball Podcast. And we are back. The F2 Podcast. This is Colin Stevens here with PC Henry, Nick Izzo behind the scenes holding it down. We are... uh, We've got a new topic today, and it stems around uh, the Golden State Warriors. And uh, believe it or not, um, PC, PC and I see things a little different here. So we're uh, prior to the season when the, when the whole boogie trade happened, and um, you know, not so many people wanted to take a, a, a big man that just had the the Achilles tear, and you know, Boogie's like, oh well, the the uh, defending national champ or the defending NBA champions want to want to take me out. I'll, I'll go, you know. And so everybody's like calling. Oh, well, I think I think it was really. I want to get paid. And nobody's willing to pay me. All right, I'll just I'll I'll, There's, I'll team up with these guys and I'll get at all of y'all in the process. Well, that that very well could have been. Um, but regardless of how it went down, the whole cry was. Oh no! This has ruined the NBA, and it's going to be awful. And the the Warriors are just gonna they're gonna they're never gonna lose. They're, they're going to be the best team ever. Well, while all that was happening, um, you know, there were some conversations that we had amongst our group, and even you know some of the people that the the, the guys that we train and and whatnot. And I was certainly the outlier, and still may be, but I said I don't think the Warriors are going to win the NBA championship, and. So, I mean, 99% looked at me sideways, and the other person just didn't look at me, right? Still, still looking still looking at me sideways. All right, so we're going to unpack this a little bit. So, the Warriors are struggling a little bit right now. Yeah. I mean, they got smacked by a Toronto team without Kawhi. Without Kawhi. So, um, what's going on with them in your perspective now? I mean, right right now, I think maybe they've gotten comfortable. Um, maybe they're not doing as much of the little things that they used to. There's a little friction between you know Draymond and KD, and I think they're both competitors and just express it in different ways. And my opinion is that they are going to sort it out by the playoffs because they're both on the same mission because they are both competitors still see, at the you, end of the day. See, this is the thing is I don't think they're on the same mission. I think, and this was my argument in June or July or whenever that, oh, July, August, whenever all that went down, was that they're not hungry. Like they've been in the finals four straight years. They've won three of them. They're not hungry. Like, they're distracted. They're getting marketing deals everywhere. They're doing everything that... And so, because you're not hungry... See, this is the thing. Is you get distracted, not just by everything that's on the outside, but even on the inside. So, there does become a little bit more more turmoil in the locker room because they're bored. They want, like, they want drama. Like, seriously, most of the stuff that's talked about Steph Curry is like pre-game half-court shots or the the out-of-the-tunnel shot or like it's they're looking for highlights and drama because they're bored and when you when you're not hungry there's gonna be somebody who's super hungry a whole team of them that are willing to do what it takes and when it comes down to it the person who's hungry and the person who's not hungry there's one of them is gonna fight to eat I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not going to disagree with you on yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on 
those fundamental values. Yeah. I do think the boogie piece is really important. One, obviously, is ultra-talented, yeah. and that adds an element that they haven't had, and somebody that you can just throw it inside, get us a bucket. Right. You know, I think – and I think playoff basketball, that is way more valuable than it is during regular season. Agreed. You know, um, Agreed. But I also think Boogie is in a position where, I mean, everybody kind of knows, like, this is it. Like, you need, you need to show you can play well with others. Right. You need to show you can still hoop. And <clears throat> within that organization, you've had a lot of different personalities and everything, but they have all – put the team first yeah. like there hasn't there, there hasn't there's never been the struggle even when KD got there about who's getting the shots like Clay doesn't care yeah. Steph doesn't really care KD doesn't really care but, it, ha- it, but care. it has happened this year of who's getting the shot it wasn't over the shots it was over being soft Okay, that well, was the rub. It with, was with, it was decision yeah. making with yeah. Draymond at the end of the end of the game, and then you know him pointing the finger at KDB and yeah. saying you're soft. And but, to, to me, well, that's but I think that's soft by Draymond not to take some ownership because that was that was a bad play. Of course, but I don't think he's a soft guy. I just think. But what I'm saying is that those situations used to get figured out differently when you haven't when you've only, when you've won one championship or you went 73 and nine and lost the championship, yeah. right? And so. I just like you, you, you can't the the hunger thing. Like you can't, and you can't make somebody hungry. Somebody who's not hungry, if they are well fed, fat and happy, and don't have to ever go get anything, like you can't make somebody hungry. And so I think somebody's going to come along. I don't know who it is yet. Like I was expecting the Celtics to be a little further along than they are right now. So I thought it might have been them early, um, but Toronto. With Kawhi is looking Toronto really is best, difficult, best bet. but I also don't trust Kyle Lowry at all in the playoffs because yeah. he's been a ghost. Well, that, that's another piece is I don't think the Celtics are quite there yet. I think they're struggling with their identities yeah. and roles because I think Tatum's a star. Yeah. And I think not really out of a selfishness among the roster, but maybe some of the other guys don't understand. Like, I need to take, I need to have a little less and he needs to have a little more. Yeah. Because I think if you give him the keys to the kingdom, he's going to rock with it, and he's going to be a serious problem. That's what I see from yeah. the Celtics, and I think they're the only team. I still think the Sixers are a player away, not a superstar away. I think they're one more. They need a shooter. Yeah, they're one more proven playoff three and D guy. Right. Um, to for me to be sold on. Them. So nobody in the West. And Isn't I think there, and, there's like and six I think games. they're not since the Jimmy Butler move. If you if you watch them, they've got Joel Embiid playing this stretch five role, and I think he needs to be a stretch five like twenty percent of the time. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to get. It. I mean, he's in an era of shooting, shooting, shooting. He is he can totally dominate a game from the block. For and sure. He's their best player still. Sure. As great as Jimmy is, yeah. and as talented as Simmons is, yeah. JoJo is their best player, yeah. and he needs to be able to play his game. Yeah. Everyone else needs to adjust. Well. But, you know, you're talking about all the teams out of the East because out of the West, nobody's, like, separated themselves at all. There's, like, six or seven games in between one and 14 over there. Oh, one yeah. and 15. Yeah, five and a half games. And there, and, five and a half games. Well done, Izzo. And, yeah, but who who's beating the Warriors best of seven? Who's beating the Warriors best of seven? Who? I think I think 
any hungry team over there might be able to do it. I'm telling you, I just don't think that they have the oomph this year. I really don't think they care. I think I think Kevin Durant will be like, mm, fine, I'll just go somewhere else next year, and and then I'll get all my money from Silicon Valley. And I think <laughs> Steph Curry's be like, cool, I'll be on the moon soon anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, you if know, it actually like, exists, right, yeah. right. If it's actually there, uh, you know, Draymond's just gonna go pick another fight. So I think like they don't. That you can't replace it. I but think, there's, I, I think they're going to turn it on. I think I think it's good for some teams. I, I think you see that a lot of levels that have turmoil early in the year, struggle early in the year, and they have to go through that and work that. That can yeah. revitalize yeah. some hunger. No, I agree. Um, and I think if if, if anybody it, can do it, it would be Steve Kerr as a coach and, and Bob Steph Myers. Curry. I mean, and, they, and they Steph ha- Curry is a great leader in in elevating others. Yeah, and I think. You know, he's not going to go in there and be like, y'all better right, sort right, this out. Right. But I think he's, right. he's capable of – I think he's articulate enough and I think he's proven, like, he's very much a team guy. And he's still the guy. Well, sure. Like, he is the, he is the poster child. But if the guy is a little bit distracted, bro. Now, I get it. If, if it can happen, they could do it. Yeah. I just I just don't think they're going to do it. And now, I don't something- think they have to do it, like, all out. I think they just need a little bit of hunger. Uh, That's the I thing. know, I know, and I think they need like appetizer hunger. Yeah. To to no right, they're, ta- they're talented. They're talented yeah. enough to do that, but it's just it's 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 puzzling to who they're losing to right now. That to me, that's more of a more of an issue. Izzo, do you have something? Well, just I guess what does it say that they are currently sitting sixteenth in the NBA in defensive efficiency? Sixteenth in the NBA in defensive yeah, because and. They were the top. They were the top two or three for the past long time, and really, the cohesiveness of a team and how much they actually care about each other really, really shows on the defensive end. Yeah. Because that's where that's where you you pick up the slack for somebody so, else. So here's right? my prediction. Yep. If that number, because we're already a good bit in the season, yeah. if they are tenth or better yeah. in defici- defensive efficiency by the end of the year, they're winning the title. All right. Well, because the law of averages, that yeah. means they're probably realistically yeah. top five yeah. going into the playoffs. Yeah. And if they're if they're a top team, top ten team defensively, offense. I mean, there's no question on the offensive end. Like, yeah, ninth last year. Well, it, year so we'll have to uh, when the Warriors get bounced. I don't know if it'll be second round or <laughs> oh it, or goodness. then we'll have to revisit this podcast <laughs> oh and we'll have to go goodness. back and see what their defensive. Defensive Do you want to put is. something on because it? if it was if it was eleven eleventh, then you would have still been correct yeah. in your prediction. So by you know? by the time we're talking playoffs, you're like yeah. running again. Do you want to put something on this? Sure, sure. You want to put? What do you think is a put a five k on it? Five k, yeah. a loser's five k. I mean, <laughs> where the winner drives <laughs> beside them, just like taunting. Yeah, yeah. And and is pretty tough. I mean, yeah. Guys, coaches, they did an HK or 8K recently yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. absolutely yeah, dominated it. Had no issue it with it. Yeah, um, wasn't even all right, sore. So before we were before we were actually, um, you know, pre-show, we you, you brought something up about like this whole this whole hunger piece and like what that could dive into. Do you remember what what that was? No. <laughs> um, so, no, I don't, I don't so <laughs> in, in talking about what, how, how can teams, so like individual players, 
what motivates them? How can can you make somebody hungry? Can you not? Uh, can you? Can uh, you? No, no, yeah, I, no, I remember. And I mean, the, the simple fact is, is it comes from the individual. It can be maybe inspired by others, but it's not by a one-on-one conversation with them, as we've seen with people. There's no like, like it has to come from within, and I think that inspiration has to come from seeing others act in that way. I think the reason why Steph Curry's a great leader is not because he's a powerful speaker. I think it's because he's never made an excuse for his deficiencies in the past. He's owned everything when he's had a bad game. It's it's never on anyone else. And, uh, you know, going back to our argument, I think for that simple reason with him, and then also Clay's like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, those guys can see that, and that's contagious. Like, po- like positivity and, and ownership humility. Is, and humility is contagious just as much as – as a lack of humility can be contained. And that's why I think there might be some headbutting yeah. there just because there there are some egos that have been managed there in the past yeah. but, but So I, I'm betting on I'm betting on the guys that yeah do have that kind of yeah, spirit yeah. about them. Yeah. I'm betting on them to stay the course yeah. and those guys to to fall in line. Right. All right, so like in in and that just made me think if if we're just talking about like athletic hunger, team hunger, like this also plays a role in our spiritual lives too, right? Because it's it's funny, you know, like like we can go to church on Sundays or, you know, some people go on Wednesdays or Sunday nights or Sunday mornings. Some people don't go to church at all and they just say that they believe in God and, and that's good enough for them. But when it comes to... Um, yeah, I interrupt you. Yeah. It, but it says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. It doesn't say blessed are those who believe. Yeah. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And that's right. it's about intentionality. Yeah. You know, not just being like, I know that's there. I know, right. you know. But it also doesn't sound like it. It, it, it uh, the verse that you're talking about. Can you look that verse up, Nick, or do you it's know? Math- it's Matthew 5, 6. Matthew 5, 6. Yeah. Wow. He was already on it, too. Matthew yeah. 5, 6. So, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they will be filled. For they will be filled. But the, the, so the thought in that too is also not it, like not blessed are those who binge for righteousness, not blessed. Right. So not a once a week thing, right. right not right. a, not a, not those oh, who cram. I, I, right, right. Yeah. Not, 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 Hey, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, blessed uh, are those who are killing it on Sunday. Right. Yeah. Or just once a week. And the or same thing Wednesday is like, so even for somebody who's, for who's hungry like somebody so a, a high school kid who wants to get a scholarship if they're hungry they're going to be at it every day for a college player who's you know trying to crack the lineup or trying to get drafted like they've got to be at it every day if it was only like once a tweet once or twice a week where they were intentional about would. getting better yeah. like then it's it would just be like no well you're not actually hungry like, because even yeah. our bodies, we are hungry. Well, and then all these delusional people that think they deserve a scholarship because they play basketball would all have a scholarship. Right. Right. Because, you know, basically once you've decided, oh, I'm going I'm to be, I'm going to play at the next level, at a minimum, you're doing something Yeah. once, twice a week. Like, I mean, right, right. nobody's delusional enough that where they just show up for the season and go. Right. Yeah. Like, they do enough. Right. Like, there's enough out there where they know that much that guys are working okay so then, to an extent so you you know you basically you're saying that people are delusional if they are 
doing the minimum and thinking they're going to get the maximum result, right? So in the same thing in our spiritual lives, if we are doing the minimum and really what the minimum is like if you're a christian you go to church on sundays like i think sometimes yeah, that's, that's or 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 you watch you know you may stream to, live to me the the minimum is like a service of some yeah sort and then praying when things are really bad right 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 okay so that that I is that's the yeah, yeah yeah and that is the minimum and so what is doing the minimum as an athlete get you Frustration. Frustration. Disappointment. Okay, disappointment. And it and it, it doesn't a lot of times it doesn't line up with what the expectation is. Alright, so if we're talking about our spiritual walk and 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 our life um, in a way of honoring God or um, trying to live in a way that would please God and we're doing just the minimum and we're basically saying that's going to lead to frustration. Yeah, it's, it's going to be lead. it's going to be emptiness. I it's, think it's more of an emptiness than you know, it's being like being lukewarm I think leads to more emptiness than if you're just you Yeah, know, cold. and I don't know if it's emptiness, but I think it's frustration and confusion. Yeah. Because it's because like you wait, have an expectation because you're doing something. Yeah. You have an expectation that like right. certain things should, should Well, and the other expect one of those expectations is that well, I believe in God, so everything should just go good in my life. Yeah. Everything should go well, and I should I should just have everything that I want because God yeah. God blesses. I mean, man, everybody uses Jeremiah twenty nine eleven for I have plans to prosper you, not to mm-hmm. harm you. You know, and it's like, wait a minute, that doesn't mean that God's just going to give you a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of money, a whole bunch of things just because there's one verse in the bible that says that he has plans to prosper yeah. you know well and i think when you when spiritually and then you can see on the basketball side when you do have the hunger okay you've stepped into a whole new realm where now the evil one's going to try and attack you because now you're a threat right when you're really trying yeah, yeah, yeah. to hunger and thirst for righteousness or however you want to word it like you're a threat now, yeah. and so he has to attack you. Right. He has to tempt you. He the has to dis- discourage you. Just like when you're putting in the work, you yeah. know. I, I'm gonna plug Michael right now. Yeah. Michael Michael Green. He plays for us and trains with us, and like that kid gets hated on by so many people that don't know him just because, like, he's put in the work consistently and he's gotten results consistently. And people, it makes people uncomfortable because they haven't. Yeah. And they're insecure about it, right. and so they attack him, right? Because and he's a threat to their ego. Sure, and that happens across the board, right? And we see it in sports a lot because yeah. the media is always attacking somebody, mm-hmm. right? But in in our spiritual lives, we don't always see it. Uh, we often we're often just really confused on why things are happening, but the reality is 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 that when the difficult times come, the ones that have been hungry and putting in the time into improving their skill or on the spiritual side, putting in time, growing closer to God and having more an awareness and, ha- and, and having more of an understanding of who he is and what he desires us to be, then we'll be more prepared for those times. Yeah. Just like because well, you, you've attacked the struggle. Right. Like you've lived in it yeah. like intentionally. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm, I'm, well, up, I'm up for this. Sure. And when you're yeah. hungry, yeah. like you feel the pains of hunger. Like mm-hmm. you, you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right, but when you're comfortable and you've had all you need to eat, and there's nothing in you that's desiring anything, 
then you don't feel any of that struggle or pain or anything from it. So this is my question to you now is spiritually, we just talked about, can you make a player hungry, right? Or a team, can you make them hungry? Can you make somebody spiritually hungry? Can you make somebody desire God more than they do right now? I don't think you can make them like with, with, like talking, I mean, I think it's fine to talk to people in fellowship, but I think it's much more, it's, I think you can inspire. Yeah. Um, but that's not through you telling them what they need to do. Right. That's not from instructing anybody. That's from you living your life the way you would like to. Yeah. And then them going, you know, I just, I want that. Like, I want and that. I want, like, we had a kid right. reach out, uh, reach out to me recently that, we'd known and he wants to be a, he just wants to be a part of what we do right he had no, he has no agenda other than like and like he admires you a ton and i think he would like to live a life that's similar to yours and so you've inspired that into him you've not had right. the conversation with him hey you need to do this this and this so you didn't make him do yeah. it he's been on the outside looking in and he's gone I don't, I don't know what it is, but right. I want that. Right. <clears throat> so no, that, I just got to be, I just got to be around it. Like, I, you know. I don't know if you, if you know how powerful of a statement that is. I, I truly believe that the inspiration part is massive because even when we look at Jesus's life and him calling these disciples before they were disciples, they were yeah. just, you know, random dudes or he may have known them in some way, but he, when they, when he called them to him, like they were inspired to follow him. Yeah. Like, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't force them to, yeah. and he didn't. And he could have. Absolutely. He could have gone but, this but, but we somehow misconstrue that and say, man, we, if, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm doing right by you know, going to church and, 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 and being involved in different things you know, three, four different times a week, then I need to tell somebody else that that's how they need to live. And that's what they need to do. Yeah. And the problem with that is, is that they're, we're, we as Christians are trying to make somebody hungry instead of inspiring them, inspiring them by the way that we live. Yeah. So what you say in that is huge, dude. Like, well, we're not God. We don't have the power to change somebody. Right. And so we have to humbly just live right. You know, according to authentically what we, yeah. follow Jesus and and. Now there's the other part too, where you know when we when we believe in in Jesus, He also says that He gives us the Holy Spirit that dwells within us mm -hmm. that can act in a way that we can't really act. Like mm -hmm. our our flesh, our who we are cannot act. So so in the way that He does that, allows us to live like Jesus lived. Yeah. Apart from that, uh, apart from the Spirit within us, we can't. We can't walk like Jesus walked. And if you think about it, like what, how, like there's, there's nobody that could be more inspiring than somebody that can just walk around and just like, and heal somebody or <laughs> somebody that could walk on the water. Like yeah. who, like, like who else just has people following them down the street? Yeah. They're not, he wasn't even going anywhere. Yeah. He said to the disciples, come follow me. He wasn't even like saying, Hey, come follow me to Jerusalem or Hey, come follow yeah. me. I'm going to the, to the stadium to give a concert. Yeah, he wasn't he, selling it. No, he was just like, let's, no. let's do this. He just let's. said, Hey, come follow me. And they're like, yeah, I'm following yeah. you. And then all these crowds are coming along. Like, 
but he's living a life that is absolutely lining up. That's worth following, yes, but it's lining up also with what he's saying. Yeah. His words and his actions. You can trust people like that. And that's exactly like for me, like in my life, you know, even now as an adult, like it's like my mom. You know, my mom, you know, has been sick a lot. And like she's still showing up. Yeah. She's still still got her work done. She's still and so and she's never been like, no matter how you're feeling today, like you right, need to get right. it done. She's right. never we've never had that talk. Right. But I've seen it. Yeah. And so it's like it feels like we've had that talk. Yeah. But you know, she she's made more of an impact with the stuff she hasn't talked about and I've just seen. And like like with your kids, like if they see you listening to Christian music and being passionate about, like it's going to be really easy for them to like I see you know Hattie and them like they're in the, they're not dancing to like trash music like they're dancing yeah. to like Toby Mac and stuff like and they love it yeah and, but it's because it's what they've seen yeah it's not because you're like hey we don't listen to this kind of music we do listen to this kind and this how like right. it's just well it reminds me too of like yeah our our actions got to line up with our words and our expectations but it reminds me of players that we get so frustrated with that say oh I'm putting the work in I love it I love it but they're actually not doing it mm-hmm. and then they're not getting the results and they're they're super frustrated or whatever. Or they're just going to go blame everybody else in our spiritual lives if we're actually not doing the little things of just drawing near to God on a daily basis and we're not living what we're saying or what we're putting on social media or everything that's... The truth is undefeated. Right? Like, the, the, it, like it, it comes eventually. Like right, it will right. rise eventually. Sometimes it's in the short term. Sometimes it's in the long term. But, right. I mean... You're either getting it done yeah. or you're not, yeah. and the, but the truth it, will come out. It's interesting. It's interesting the, the the for you to bring up that hunger is inspired. You know, because if you think about it, like when you were a kid growing up wanting to play basketball, like for me, it was Michael Jordan. It was Reggie Miller. It was those guys. I was, was like, was Dang, I'm inspired by the way they play. Ellen Iverson yeah. for you, and right? White chocolate. Yeah, those those yeah. Were my guys. And so, but that's what's like. That's what creates the hunger in you. Yeah. So uh, we're we're gonna put this back on the audience. We're gonna we're gonna ask you guys what is it that has inspired you to be hungry in whatever maybe in your your profession or what you want to do or even spiritually. That would be really cool if you guys would hit us up on social media. Um, you know, PC Henry, or well, your Patch Henry, yeah. right? Patch Henry, Pat C Henry. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, I am Colin Stevens twelve. Uh, Izzo is is Coach Izzo. Is it Coach right? Dot Izzo? Right. Coach, Coach Dot Izzo. Uh, he is not Tom's nephew or son or anything like that, right? Um, <laughs> but he but but he did say that Tom can buy Coach Dot Izzo, um, you know, at some price. Um, but but. Like, let us know. Like, what inspires you to do more? What inspires you spiritually to, to, to have a hunger that you haven't maybe had otherwise? You know, is it, is it somebody that you follow on social media? Or is it somebody that in your life that is like you see every day? Or is it, um, is it yeah, is it, is it somebody that you don't have any clue of who they actually are? Have you read a book? Have you been in the in the word and like you just feel like God is moving something in your spirit that that doesn't really make sense that you can't really explain to anybody. But 
um, that inspiration thing for hunger is everything because I think that lack of inspiration is why the Warriors are not going to win the 2019 NBA championship. It's coming back. All right. All right. So maybe I'll be running a 5K uh, in June. Um, so, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we appreciate you listening. And, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you all next time. We'll listen. We'll, we'll he- you guys can hear us next time. We out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the F2 Basketball Podcast. Remember, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at F2 underscore basketball. You can also search for us on Facebook and YouTube. This podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. We'll see you next time for another episode of the F2 Basketball Podcast.